0: The name of Jesus amen. amen tonight we continue with our midweek advent theme of peace on earth which we've obviously stolen from the mouth of the angels on that first Christmas as they proclaim to the shepherds glory to God in the highest and on earth peace so so far we've considered peace in our hearts and peace in the church and what those mean for us and tonight we consider peace in in this world. So was the angels proclaimed peace on earth. And yet, when we look at the earth, do we find peace? Or do we find the opposite of peace? That's why if you notice your bulletin, it says peace on earth question mark. So it's supposed to be peace on earth, right? When the angels first said it, I wonder what the shepherds thought. Surely they assumed that it would mean that there would be peace on earth, right? That all the fighting would end, that there would be peace among the nations, peace among all the people, that disasters, death, disease, would all be gone with this new peace declared by the angels. What else would peace mean but the absence of evil, right? And yet, not even a few weeks after that proclamation by the angels, Herod would send his soldiers into Bethlehem to kill all the male babies under the age of two. And so you wouldn't, surely you'd think that at least some of those male babies likely belonged to maybe some of those shepherds who were quickly weeping over their murdered children. So as death crashed into Bethlehem and babies were murdered, wouldn't the shepherds begin to ask, what happened to peace on earth? On earth, it seems like the opposite of peace, the fighting, the evil, and the death. It's just as rampant as it was before the angel proclamation. And that same opposite of peace has obviously continued throughout history up to our time today wars disease famine fighting in body and words or online families being ripped apart babies killed in the womb and even five minutes in rush hour traffic confirms the absence of peace on earth doesn't it so did the angels get it wrong what happened to their proclamation of peace on earth Well, about 33 years from that night that the angels announced that message of peace to the shepherds, just before he would be betrayed, arrested, and crucified, Jesus taught his disciples his kind of peace. And it's not what the world expects. As he put it in tonight's gospel from John 14, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you not as the world gives do I give to you let not your hearts be troubled neither let them be afraid and later from John 16 in the same conversation I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation in me you'll have peace in the world you have tribulation but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus doesn't give peace in the way that the world gives it. So what is the peace of Jesus? Peace will be on earth, but only for those who are in Jesus. So again, there will be peace on earth, but only for those who are in Jesus. That is, peace is found wherever the Prince of Peace is. Wherever Jesus is, you find peace. So you, you can know that you have peace in this world because you have been baptized into Christ. He has overcome the world and is with you always as he promised. So you can know that you have peace. But... You don't have to look around much to see the opposite of peace in your own life, do you? So it's not that all the fighting and chaos and violence in the world just disappears for those who are in Christ. Christians still experience the violence and peacelessness of this world, do they not? Of course they do. But the point is, you have peace, even in the midst of those evils. As Jesus said, in me, you have peace, and at the same time, in the world, you will have tribulation. So as those in Jesus, we have peace, while at the same time we stand in the tribulation. And that's kind of confusing. But our Old Testament lesson, read from Psalm 46, paints, I think, A helpful picture it helps us understand how it is that we have peace in this world so the picture in Psalm 46 is a picture of the world being shaken it says the earth is giving way the mountains are crumbling into the sea the waters are roaring and foaming mountains are shaking nations are raging in war kingdoms are collapsing it is a picture of a world without peace A world that is shaking and is chaotic. Just imagine if you're in that type of world where everything around you is shaking violently as if brought about by some kind of nuclear war, some kind of massive earthquake that you find yourself in the middle of like it's pictured in every major disaster movie and you're in the middle of downtown Chicago as all the buildings are crashing down around you. Now, what do you think the people are doing in your, in your picture, in your mind, when the world is shaking violently and everything's crashing down around you, what are the people doing? They're scrambling around, aren't they? Screaming in chaos, just like they are in every single disaster into the world movie. Every man for himself. Fear and anxiety control them, and they scramble in their selfishness to save themselves. Psalm 46 describes the chaos and the fear experienced by everyone in the shaking world. Everyone except for those who are in Christ. For you and me, we are not shaken. Verse 10, often taken out of context, unfortunately, but in the context of that shaking world, the Lord says, be still, and know that I am God. So it's not God telling you to be still, as if you could control it. Because after all, if you're standing in a world that's shaking violently, you can't help but to be tossed around, right? If if the ground beneath your feet is shaking, you will be shaken. Even if someone tells you stop shaking, you're gonna keep shaking. But if you're standing on solid ground, then you are still even if everything around you is shaking and scrambling in the chaos. Verse one, we will not fear, even though the earth gives way, the Lord is with us, he is our fortress and strength. So that is the peace proclaimed by the angels at first Christmas, peace on earth for you. Your Jesus has overcome the world for you, and nothing can shake him. Nations and leaders come and go, but he doesn't budge, and neither will you. The evil of this world tries to bring you fear and anxiety, to have you scrambling around in fear as if you're alone, as if this world is all that there is, and as if you're in control to fix all the problems. No. Evil doesn't shake him, and you are standing on him. So you are still. Death itself tried to take him, but he rose and ended the reign of death forever. Death couldn't overcome him, and so neither will it overcome you. So, glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth, among those with whom he is pleased, And he is pleased with you. For he has died for you, joined himself to you in baptism, and has promised to be with you always. He is your fortress and strength, and he is your peace. And on him you are still, when all the world shakes in fear. In the name of Jesus, amen. We stand for the Magnificat.